Well, there, there's a reason we call it death piles and taxes. It's because i got a whole load of stuff that I just need to list, and I haven't been doing it. Well, Adam, you're not alone. That's why people are listening right now. I know that they're just tiptoeing around them death piles all around their houses and apartments. It's real fun to buy, but it kind of stinks to sell. So what can I do about it, buddy? Well, you're in luck. Uh, we've partnered with a great company called Sellhound. And what they're going to do is they're going to list all your death piles for you. They'll do the work for you. Oh, I love it when people do the work for me. How do I get in on that deal? Well, first off, they're going to let you try it. First two are free on the house. After that, man, they got simple plans. They're just going to make it easy. You take a few pictures, you send it over to them, and they do all the work. That sounds really too easy. And I've used it myself. It's awesome. D-Roy, what do our listeners have to do to take advantage of this? Just do Death Piles 25, Death Piles, all capital letters, at the end when you're signing up for your payment. And you'll save 25% off whatever plan you go with. That sounds awesome. Get on there, start listing, start selling so you can go out and buy some more stuff. Death Piles of Taxes. This would be the special bonus episode. You guys earned it. I didn't know. I thought maybe that was a little too high at times and a little too low, but I'll tell you what, they did it. So if those of you who don't know, this is the bonus episode about the infamous... Carl Malone NBA Finals jersey. Wow. To hear it said out loud almost sends shivers up and down my spine. For those of you who is lucky enough to this to be your first episode, we uh, randomly talk about things that uh, have been selling on the internet. Um, I'm new to the game as far as selling. I'm new, not new to buying. Um, but Derek and I talk about uh, different items that uh, he sells, and I talk about the tax consequences and this item, and this item, deserves its entire own podcast. Well, here's the thing. We started out, and we want people to go ahead and give us some ratings and reviews. And now we're kind of brainstorming and said, what can we do? We said, well, let's do a bonus episode. What can we do a bonus episode on? And uh, Adam said, I want to hear about that, that Carl Malone jersey you have, the, the NBA Finals jersey, the whole story there. I'm not even sure I know it all. And I want you guys to uh, sit back and listen, because... The best part about this, this is 100% true statements. I'm looking at said Carl Malone jersey right now. I had to bring it in. I, well, I told him I wanted to validate this story. I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Driving in with this, and I thought, I'm not even sure I want to bring it in here. Price well, possession, right? Well, and, and look, 100% truth. Like I said, you had to go to your safety deposit box to get this out of there, didn't you? Well, we'll talk about it. I mean, there's uh, certain things that you just... Uh, you up your security, you uh, invest in cameras, and you get safety deposit boxes, and uh, yeah, you do you do what you got to do, right? So to preface this, Derek is in his possession right now, and I can see it, a game-worn Carl Malone NBA Finals 97-98 jersey. And up until this point, whenever he got even close to that, I'd go, ah, 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 ah. I just got to no, lean no, wait, back, wait, wait. so... This is going to be a lot more death piles and just Derek uh, growing up experiences, and, and not so much of the taxes, but hey, this is a special one. You earned it. I'll tell you what, sit back in that chair right there, and uh, I pop the top. Oh, yeah. Adam's decided that it's a Diet Do 30. So how you got this is we got 10 uh, thumbs up, uh, five-star reviews, whatever, whatever device you're on, whatever app you're using. We got 10 positive uh, feedbacks, whatever you want to call it. So I said, we'll do it. Our next one's going to be 60 with Jerry Sloan. Oh, and that's 
an even better story that's, than this. That's worth 60. I thought that one's the one to, to dangle the, can, the carrot a little bit, but this will whet the appetite. So I'm going to do my best to drive this story, okay? And, and if there's any listeners out there, which there are. Oh, sure. They're out there. If you have any other follow-up questions that we're going to get to, let us know because this is juicy. That's the thing. I think it's been a few episodes where I've not said D-Roy ever on Twitter. Yes, you, you, you haven't. Or go to the Adam Up County. We'll take uh, Jerry Sloan, uh, Carl Malone Jersey questions. We'll take questions all day long. The other thing is if you're sitting there and saying, I don't like basketball, I don't like Carl Malone, I don't like the NBA, this isn't for me. Just sit back and listen to the story. I think you'll find it relatable. I think it's a good story. If you don't like it, all right, okay, but I, I think you will. So we're, we're fluffing here. Here we go. Well, we gotta make it a bonus yeah, show. This is special. This, this is long story told long. Yeah, this isn't a long story short. This is long story longer because you earned this. So get back in your car. Take that. Uh, Hour plus commute to work and sit back and, and wait for Hey, it. I know you're in the thrift shops and you're looking at prices on eBay right now. You are. I know that you're sitting there listing stuff and thinking, I wish I had somebody to talk to. Now you do. Hey, you're just uh, playing on the party line with us. All right. Well, let's all go back to, like, why Carl Malone, right? Oh, why Carl Malone? I don't think it's a secret that we're in Utah. We no, talk about about every podcast. Yes. And uh, growing up in that certain age... I just happened to hit it when the Jazz were, were a thing, right? So we had the Stockton to Malone. About the time I remember, you know, when you start liking sports, getting into it and stuff, it was like probably the mid to uh, later 80s. Yeah. And so we had we had uh, John Stockton and Carl Malone. Yes. Two NBA icons, legends, right? They had the... Uh, the house that, that Larry built was just getting built. They were playing in the old Salt Palace at the time, but then they opened up the Delta Center. And for for us in Utah, this was it, right? This was the this was the hot ticket. We don't have any other sports teams here. This was this was it, and we had two all stars, perennial all stars, two of the top ten greatest players ever. And this is going back to we had Michael Jordan coming to town. Yep. Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah. The end of Larry Bird. You know, in the later years of Larry yeah. Bird. He's still with us. But the, the end of his career was Lord kind of bless him. Lord bless him. We had Akeem Olajuwon. Oh, we hated Akeem Olajuwon. Oh. He traveled every time he got the ball. And we had Kenny the Jet Smith. And oh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. I remember Charles Barkley acting like he's scratching his head, flipping off the crowd. Remember when Shaq punched, uh, who'd he punch, uh, Oster tag. Oster tag right in the face. Yeah. That was that was good stuff. Kobe Bryant. We had all these NBA legends, but our team was good. Sean Camp would come. They'd have these great rivalries. Well, my grandparents didn't have cable. And so they'd come over to my house for every game. And they'd come downstairs and sit on the couch. And we'd watch the jazz games. So I'd be there with my, my dad. He'd be there, come and go a little bit. But me and my grandparents would just sit there. And we'd watch every jazz game. Every, like... Two and a half hours couldn't be spent time better together. And and Grandma would coach them up because they didn't want to win or they weren't shooting good that night. We might as well go home. The game would be five minutes in. Might as well go home, Lamar. They're not playing hard tonight. She was, she was making Jerry seem like he was a little weak. He'd be out there screaming, My dream that I always wanted to do... And if I had the money, you would have done it. Was put Grandma right behind the bench, right by Jerry, Ooh. and she would have coached him right up. They'd have won the belt. No, that's we do the same thing at my wife's uh, grandparents' house. We go out to every game that we can. 
we listen to them, and they're all passionate. I mean, it's, it's good bonding. And then you also have, I mean, it's just a lot of people don't, like you say, we don't have any other sports teams. It gets cold in the winter in Utah, so you'd sit back. You were invested. We had Hot Rod Hundley sitting there calling the games, and he, if you don't know who Hot Rod Hundley is, also going to be brought up in the Jerry Salone episode of some personal items of Hot Rod Hundley that I may or may not have owned in my life. I don't even know if you know that. I did not know that. So, so he'd hippity hop to the left hand side, you know, Stockton would pass it down, pick and roll, or the cow the cowhide glove would hit home. Just a good. Now you listen to these announcers, and and uh, they're, just, they're different. It's just different. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, Hot Rod never saw the Jazz commit a foul ever, and it was personal with him. And then he had Ron Boone sitting beside him who could get, like, three words in a game. I don't know about that, you know, Hot Rod. Then he'd just take off. I mean, the greatest football announcer in my mind is still John Madden. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Pat Summit, Summerall. Uh, People just don't know. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, John Madden and Hot Rod are kind of similar in this way. Hot Rod would just go off and he'd paint these pictures of what was going on. Then, yeah, Boone would say, uh, I think he fouled them there, Hots. Oh, that's ridiculous. And uh, when John Stockton hit the shot to go to the NBA Finals, I I had a spiritual out-of-body experience. That was maybe one of the top five days of my life. I still remember I was at my friend's house in Pahrump, Nevada, (laughs) I still remember. I wasn't listening to the hot. I was listening to the Greg Gumbel. Thing. Oh, that that time it was on national yeah. TV, yes, so it wasn't yes. hot rod. Oh for man, us I still remember. And I remember Bill Walton. The screen got uh, set. They may have held Charles Barkley a lot I right was, there. And Bill Walton goes, "Uh oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone hates Bill Walton in Utah to this day because of that." Uh oh, uh, <laughs> or know, maybe it was oh no, it was something like it that. It was it was something bad. But that moment is one of those moments. If you're, you know, we're in our mid thirties. Mid thirties, right? Mid to later. Mid to later. Depends but, what your but definition. Just remember, of that's one of those things. Is I don't think people realize that, especially as the older you get. It's those moments when you remember how old you were and what they were doing. And for me, it was always sports. I mean, my first thing I remember, I remember watching the World Series with the Houston, or excuse me, the St. Louis Cardinals and the Kansas City Royals in the mid eighties. Yeah. Because you're able to look back and remember those things. I remember the first time watching the Super Bowl with my dad when the New York Giants played the Denver Broncos. I remember us talking about that a few episodes ago. It's one of those things, and it isn't necessarily the game. It's the you remember being with your family, and you remember those jazz games. You don't remember who won, who lost, but you remember with your grandma being there, hey, a little heavy, man, those jazz. (laughs) I remember getting upset. But then when they win, she was out so oh, happy. Yeah. She had her lucky sweater on. Yeah. And, and my grandpa, you know, was sitting there and like, oh, I mean, I didn't know I was not only watching greatness, but I was sitting with greatness, right? Ooh. I was. I mean, Tag I can't, you can't get those memories back. You can't. And that's what we're talking about selling on eBay is that nostalgia. I'd buy that. I mean, I'd buy If I could have something that reminded me of sitting on the couch with grandma and grandpa, watching the jazz, and we went over. They got satellite dishes now and yeah. stuff. They have it. We go over to their house. It's just not quite the same. No. But back then, that was just memories. You know, that was that lightning in a bottle moment. That you know, there's a few nights we'd go out with the friends or whatever, come back, see how they won. Did the Jazz do? You know, what what happened? And yeah, it was it was either real good or real bad. And they didn't want to be there. And they put in that Howard Isley or Adam <laughs> Keefe or whoever, right? <laughs> they, they always put in that backup and. Um, 
So I guess that's the thing. Is John you, Grotty. You remember those moments. And, and Utah, like said, we've never had a professional sports championship. And those of you who are going to tell me that RSL soccer, it don't count. Oh, I thought we were going to go with the minor league hockey cup or something. No, I don't. It, it don't count. Unless it's one of the more fake four major groups. In 1984. Yes, that doesn't uh, count either. A little team yeah. that no one thought could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The little engine that could. Um, that That's what happened. So it was a huge deal. I mean, it was a national... It was I mean, a huge deal. So, it's, yeah. So it's I'm Michael up. Jordan. So fast forward a little bit to, okay, I'm, I'm a fan, right? Yes. And there were some series that... The Jazz just about could get there. They'd have they couldn't get over the hump. They'd have uh, the Rockets. Yeah. Michael Jordan retires. Okay, here's our window. We got to beat the Rockets. The East is is beatable. Let's let's beat the Rockets or or uh, was it the uh, the Sonics? I remember having struggles with the yeah, Sonics. The pesky Timberwolves, yeah. as, as Hot Rod would say. So they finally get to their their window opens right. John Stockton hits the shot. The Utah Jazz are going to the NBA Finals. Finals. They're jumping up and down. They're hugging. Me and my friend Mike Painter the next day, we drive up to Provo, the big city, and we're going to buy our Western Conference champion T-shirt <laughs> that we buy off some guy bootlegging it in the uh, parking lot over by the Chili's and the Toys R Us for like 10 bucks or whatever. And we're buying the shirts, and we get the hats, and everybody, you just got the playoff fever, you got the jazz fever, they're going to do it this time. And we're just excited. Oh, yeah. So that's setting the stage a little bit. Now, history will be cruel to the Utah Jazz fans. There's there's all sorts of uh, rumors of curses and what have you in sports, right? You had the, the curse of the Bambino going on in Boston. Well, they broke that. You had the curse of the Cubs. They broke that. What other curses? I, you're a sports guy. You think of any other, other curses going around? Yeah, the Cubs have won. The Red Sox have won. Yeah, the White Sox won a couple years back. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Utah Jazz may be cursed from moving from New Orleans. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, we're not changing the name. We're not giving it back to them and letting no, them be the we, Pelicans. We, or, yeah, the, we didn't. Um, so, yeah, we... We have won a professional sports uh, championship, and going back to these years, this is the year, I mean, Michael Jordan, like I said, he's, I don't care, they can get into this GOAT discussion, LeBron who, whatever, Uh, I mean, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player. No one better. No one, absolutely. Hurts me to say that. Yeah, it's It hurts me. My grandma's shedding tears right now, she's listening to this. Yeah. And the worst thing is, we have Byron Russell to guard him. Nothing against... Byron Russell, but it, it, it was it was a push off. Let's be honest, it was. Well, we'll get into that. But so this is kind of the the, the backstory. This no, is what man. happened. I'm in getting Utah. all worked up. This is what happened in Utah nearly 20 years ago, 22 years ago, and and Derek has this uh, ability to find weird, random things. Also, I start selling stuff on eBay, right? Yeah, and you've been doing what that for, about? for years. I mean, he got into it because he sold Trevor Hicks's sign from American Idol. That's Taylor it. Hicks to you, buddy. Oh, Taylor Hicks. America's I, Idol. I, I apologize, uh, Trent Hickman, uh, for getting your name wrong there. He's uh, he's performing on Broadway. Okay. Or somewhere. Hey, obviously made a big American Idol. Great, more power to him. But maybe, maybe we can get him to come out here on the 4th of July and do a little song for us. I think he already did that once. No, to here. I mean, right here in your parking lot. Hey, I'd love it. Uh, maybe get him here for Onion Days. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, we'll get some signs. We'll I sell them on the eBay. I love it. I, I know how this ends up. The reactment torment. Anyways, uh, that's kind of how Derek got involved in selling things online is he found some of these signs and he was able to sell them on eBay 
and it kind of spiraled for them. So now Derek, he does the same thing. He did virtual dumpster dives, and he came across this thing. He buys sports memorabilia. And like I said, that's one of the many things, a lot of wrestling memorabilia, limited edition uh, candies. I mean, just those several things, the MacGyver jacket, things that he's done over the time. Carhartt shirts. Yeah, shirts and... Um, I started selling a couple things, like to sell more, but he was able to snowball this into the greatest story. And that's where we're getting ever. to. That's where we're that's where we're getting to. That's where we're at. So that's where we're at, people, is we're going to talk about this and talk about how in the world did Derek Roy Everett get a Whoa, 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 that's a full government name there. Uh, I got your social security. I didn't know I offended you. <laughs> That's where this is going, and man, like as good as this is, like this is amazing. I'm telling you, that secret telegraph, that ties into this. That's why it's even crazier, because that's a totally separate, like it doesn't have anything to do with this jersey. Hey, we're just 50 uh, reviews, five stars away from that one. That special secret telegraph that was sent, like I can't get into it, but the fact that you have two of these key components of jazz history is amazing. So yeah, so I'm I'm cruising around and I'm on the Facebook marketplace and this is when it was fairly new. Yeah, that's they, a couple years ago. They rolled it out. Now it's there's a lot of stuff and people seem to be asking arms and legs for things and uh, I, I just you know sometimes you just hit sometimes it's a lot better to be lucky than good. Is that the phrase? Yes. And so I'm I'm cruising around. And I'm I'm looking for a lot of old video games at this point. I'm really looking into like. Uh, Nintendo 64s, old old Nintendo type stuff, and it catches a glimpse of uh, uh, Carl Malone game used jersey. Okay, and, and so I'm like, Carl uh, game used jersey? Who? Why? What? And so I, I look on it, and I'm like, huh. And there's a couple of them, and uh, one says NBA Finals, and uh, I thought, well, that's that's peculiar. Uh, the Jazz didn't go to the finals that many times. Twice. And they weren't the road team that many times. No. And so this is a road uh, jersey. It's the dark. And has the NBA Finals patch. And so I think, well, I'm going to ask about this. So I message the guy and say, hey, uh, I see you got some Carmelo stuff here. What's what's going on or whatever, you know. And so the guy reaches back out, messenger, and yeah, it's a game-worn jersey, and uh, I got a lot of jazz stuff. I, I've collected stuff. I got shoes. I got signed balls. I got all just all this stuff, right, all this stuff. And I'm trying not to get too excited. I said, well, what's the story on this uh, finals jersey here? Oh, this thing is, is my pride and joy. Oh, okay, pride and joy means it's going to cost you. Yes, it does. And, it always does. And so, okay, well, you sell it. You're not, you know, it's, it's listed here. Yeah, I've got it up online a few places, and uh, I, I, you know, I'm kind of debating selling it, and whatnot. So, well, uh, let's meet up. Let's uh, let's meet up, and we can talk price. I can see what you got. Um, bring it, this, that, and the other, right? Kind of the whole classic uh, online. What yeah. you do? You got to you got to figure it out and see if it's you know what it is. So we pick a spot and. Uh, I kind of talk to my wife about it, and I say, you know, I might have an opportunity here to buy a once-in-a-lifetime type type item. I don't know what the budget is. I don't know what we're asking. I don't know where we're at in this dance. Um, what do you think? And, and she's like, okay, she's seen enough of this that she knows, hey, you know what you're doing. 
Uh, if you think it's worth whatever, you know, go into it, do your research. Uh, she's very big on, you know, make sure you know what you're getting into. Obviously, you don't want to buy something that's counterfeit or fraud. Uh, so I'm going deep dive, and I'm looking up, you know, jerseys, what they've sold for, how to tell if they're game used, how to tell if they're authentic, uh, what size is Carl Malone, how do you know if it's an NBA jersey, right? Yeah, you want to make sure that it's real. You don't want something that was just bought over at the, the, the mall and the they've game. held on to it for a couple of years. So, so I'm doing my due diligence. Go and meet the guy at the parking lot, which is where all the all the deals are always done. No, Adam's, Adam's diving into it now. You can hear, hear I, it unraveling. I didn't get a chance to look at a deep dive. Now, you be careful. I should make you wash your hands, but I'll uh, I'll just sit here and, and tell a story. So so the first time I go, and notice I said first time, right? The guy's there, and we're talking, and he's, liking, he's like me. He grew up. He was actually, uh, I don't think he was from the country. He moved here. And he became a fan of the jazz, kind of learning the English, and really bonded. He was, like, all about the finals, all about the jazz. Kind of had similar, just like how the whole city fell in love, the whole state fell in love with the jazz. And so he's kind of telling me his whole story. I'm like, well, where's, where's the jersey? And he says, um, yeah, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of not wanting to sell it now. I'm like, okay, well, you could have told me that before I got here, right? But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things that it's I'm never going to get one of these again. No, I understand. That's why I'm here in the parking lot with you. It's because I saw an option to get this. As Adam puts it away. Yeah, put it away. Just just thought over. What are your thoughts? You just you decided over. I'll come back into the story. But what, what are you thinking, man? What did you just describe what you've just witnessed? It's one of those things, like I said, because uh, I, you know. I did my own research before when we've had this conversation. It's been over, I think it's been like two years. It's been a couple of years, yeah. It's been a couple of years since he had it, and I did the same thing. I started looking online and figuring out what game could it have been used in and making sure that number, you know, 52 is his right size. And well, The other thing is I remember calling you during this and being like, hey, man, what do you think about this? Oh, yeah. Because you're a sports guy. Oh, you're, yeah. you're, when it comes to people in, in sports, Adam's my go-to. Adam in the briefcase and maybe... Maybe my foundry money friend, but Adam got he knows the stats, he remembers it, so I'm like, you know, what's this sound like to you? Here's here's the stats, here's here's what I'm being told, what do you think? And, and we knew at the time, because we didn't quite know what year it was, and we looked at it and saying, well, there would have only been this number of home games and away games this year, so we knew it was very limited. We know that the most that could have been there is, um, what, three on the one year and two on the other, and, and there was... Just a limited number of games that it could have been. And so the cool thing, too, is this guy, he had a wealth of information. So he's sitting there telling me, he's like, man, I'm sorry that you came all this way and I'm backing out. I got this Frank Malone jersey. I got another game-worn jersey. I got a bunch of shoes from different players. I got all this stuff. Maybe I'll make you a deal on that. Uh, you drove all this way. And he gave me a, a ball that was signed by, I think, Blue Edwards and David Benoit. He's like, here, just for dry. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry I'm backing out on you. I just can't do it. And I said, oh, that's cool. Like, obviously, I wanted it. I drove here. Like, if you ever wanted to sell it, like, hit me I'm up. Guy. Yeah. And some of this other stuff I might be interested in. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I really want that, but I collect this other stuff. I'm selling other stuff. I might be interested in your other stuff. So, and again, that has to make your question, because the same question I said is, is, 
how in the world does this guy have this? Yeah, we're not there yet, my friend. Well, I know, but that was my first thought that I know I asked, and that's why this has turned into a story upon a story. Sure. It, is How does this guy randomly, 20 years later, have a game-worn NBA Finals Utah history item from the largest player that we have? Like, how does this guy have this, and why is he selling it? Well, and here's the thing. Like, if you're familiar with sports at all, this is about the same time that there's this Tom Brady scandal about this guy stealing Tom Brady's jersey and trying to sell it online, and Tom yeah. Brady's all upset. So I'm thinking, okay, is this, you know, is Carl Malone going to hunt me down? And Carl Malone's a hunter. He will hunt me down and say, give me back that jersey. And if this gets to Carl Malone, which absolutely we hope we do, well, you know, we've got the jersey here. Oh, I've been trying to get to Carl. I want this thing signed. Yeah. I want it framed. I've had a hard time. Want uh, Everything's for sale. This one's been a hard one to, uh, you know. This this might hang up in the man cave one day. I don't know. I'm going to have to. I mean, that's the thing. After this purchase is when I'm like, okay, home security has to go up. Well, you gotta, you got to unlock a key. I got, you know, we have to get security alarms. I got cameras in the house you now. Got your security deposit box. I got the box. Well, at this time, it's before the box, right? Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm up in all that game. You're getting, like, riders for insurance on your homeowner's insurance sure. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those just crazy things. So you've got this legitimized, game-worn NBA Finals jersey from Carl Malone. Well, not yet. So we're at the parking oh, lot. You're still working on it. I got a ball signed by David Benoit and uh, Blue, Blue Edwards. Edwards. Blue, got to remember Blue. And so, uh, so a couple days go by, and, you know, guy reaches out to me, like, you still, you still interested? Yeah, I'm still interested, but, you know, fool me twice, right? And he's like, I don't know if I can or not. And he's just wanting to tell me about his collection. And he sent me pictures. I got these certificates from the MVP year, and I got this picture signed by John Stockton, and uh, these shoes were worn by Felton Spencer. They're signed Reebok pumps, right? And and I'm like, okay, cool. You know, that's you know that's interesting. You've got this cool stuff. I'll, I'll buy this, yeah. but yeah, like, are you trying to sell to me, or are you just trying to make a friend? So, you know, but I'm still chatting with him because, one, you want to keep that, that connection open. You don't want to yeah. burn that bridge. And, and, two, I'm kind of interested. This is some cool stuff. And was a, is, a, uh, is a Reebok pump signed by Felton Spencer better than, a, than nothing? No, it's, 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 I mean, it's something. Say, yeah, it's something. So, okay, buddy, let, let's meet up again. So same spot. And he brings, you know, all this, I'm, I feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad. Okay, okay. I'll bring something. I'll, I'll give you a deal on this stuff. I feel bad because you came, you had the money. We were going to talk. We were going to do business. Okay, so he shows up and he's got like this frame, Carmelone, like the old school jazz jersey. And he's got um, a game worn Carmelone, just regular jersey, right? Regular season jersey, okay. And he's got like all this memorabilia and all this stuff. And he, he, I had my wife with me this time, I believe. And so he did bring the jersey just to show her because, can you believe this? Like, look at this. Is this yeah, not he, the greatest thing he ever? He wants to tell you about it. It's the story. And I'm like, I get it, dude, and I want to buy that. I don't know. And I think he was saying, I think he had a new wife, ex-wife, something where they're wanting to renovate the house or get a new car. It was one of these things where need the money, so I'm selling stuff because she doesn't care about my sports collection. And, no, yeah. And we need to get this, and I, I can't afford it, but I don't want to sell it. So at that point, okay, you know, I'll buy out what, what you want. So 
we're negotiating on the price, and so I'm loading up the back of that Prius with you. You're getting everything besides the Carmel. I got, and you know, Kyle Corver worn game shoes yeah. and and all this and that. So when it comes to that one Carmel, the game used jersey, and it's got a big black spot on the back of it. It's a white white shirt or jersey. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the deal with this? And he's like, well, it's a funny story. Funny you should ask. And okay. And he said, I was told that you shouldn't, you know, alter these in any state because of the story. You don't take it to the dry cleaner. You just leave it as it was. Okay. And that makes sense. And he said, what happened is that at halftime of one of the games, and I don't know his ins and outs at this point or yeah. what's going on, that somebody was chewing gum in the locker room, ended up on a chair. Carl sits on it. I don't know if it's Carl's gum or somebody else's. Gets it on the jersey, right? Okay. And so this is just some gum on the back of a jersey. He takes it up. Also, I guess at halftime they have the option of changing jerseys, so there's actually two jerseys per game, hmm. something like that. I don't know. This is all folklore, right? This yeah, is all rumors and innuendo. And so somehow he gets this uh, jersey that Ben Warren that has the uh, the gum. Hmm. So I got the DNA gum of somebody oh, that's on the back of a Carmelone uh, game. Your wife's real into that uh, murder mystery stuff. Maybe oh. she can swab it. You know what we should do? What? I should... 23 and me. Yeah, that's in the ancestry and say uh, who, who's uh, who's DNA. I, I don't think it tells you whose DNA is. I think they well, just tell you whose ancestors. If they were in the system, though, right? That's true. It's maybe Tony Kukoc. I, I'd say somebody that played for the Jazz in the locker room at the time. Oh, um, perhaps. Okay, so this. Now maybe, maybe it was on the court. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's one of our mystery players. This we're is get this into. is regular season, right? <clears throat> so we make some sort of a deal. I load up the back of the Prius. I'm getting. Signed, I mean... You got a lot of stuff. Signed road signs from the 1998 team. Just all this random, random stuff. And he's giving me pretty good prices and deals and bundling. And to be honest, I mean, to be honest, I'm in such a blur at this time that I'm like, okay. And you're just We're buying. loading it in, just, just, just buying. You're just buying. And trying to keep that relationship else. there. And I'm like, okay, buddy, you know, thanks. But if you ever do sell that jersey... Yeah, I'm your man. I'm your man. Give me first option. Let me know what's going on. So, you know, and still keeping in touch. And he's like, I got this Seattle Sonics signed Sean Kemp ball. I'm like, oh, that's not really striking my fancy here. And these, uh, what were those names of those toys that were like the... the Any bobbleheads? No, the, the actual, like the toy starting lineups or yeah, something. Yeah, starting lineups. So he had a bunch of those. I'm like, yeah. not real. I mean, I don't know if there were things... Whatever. You so, really want this car more. I'm like, so it comes to the point of like, all right, it's fish or cut bait, right? Crap or get off the pod. Okay. Like, are we doing it or not? I, I'm interested in that or not. And then he's uh, talking about, well, there's a there's a guy up in Portland, whatever. Right, I'm, like, I'm already, I'm ready to just say, dude, buy me some of the jerseys. I'm like, you got yeah. good patience. So. Well, you got to, right? If yeah. you, this is the one that if it gets away, it's going to hunt you forever. If it comes to you can't make a deal or the guy's not going to sell it, whatever, I can live with that. But if I'm the guy that just like, Pushes yeah. in too hard and it goes away. I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Like yeah. what could have been? And this is a couple. This is not like in one sitting. This oh, is this open. is weeks, if not months. So you probably spent a couple months like creating a relationship with the guy. Yeah, and I'm I'm also doing like my research of what are they selling for? Yeah. Is it out there? And you just kind of almost get fixated on it. And so it's kind of like, all right, buddy, this is cool. Your white whale. I got this jazz stuff, and I'm putting some of it for sale. I think at this point I'd sold the Corver shoes, yeah. who's actually back on the jazz now, which is kind of funny. I love that. But, you know, I'm getting some of the stuff out there, and I'm like, I don't want him to see me putting it on the Internet and getting that idea because he might be looking to see what I'm doing a little bit. Yeah, you got to kind of play it by ear. So finally they just straight up, okay, okay, we'll do it. 
meet me over at this Nike store. We'll do it. I need the money. And uh, to be honest, I know you're going to hit me up on it. Undisclosed amount. I'm not 100% sure. Maybe off the air I can tell you a few guesses, but not going to. I'm just going to say undisclosed amount of what we've negotiated. Some guy in Portland's ready to buy it, but since, you know, you've been so good to me and stuff, I told him that I'm going to get your first crack at it. We're going to talk. I think it was on eBay. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. And we're going to, I'll, I'll give you the chance. Okay, meet me. Let's so go. Said, let's go, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. This is go time. It's go time. Pull out the ATM card that's always hitting out in Bendy and uh, load up the wagon and, okay, bring the wife because I'm like, some of the stuff you need witnesses for just in case, right? So you're, you're, he's told you I'm ready to sell, get the money, and meet me at the spot. That's where we're at in the story, right? And also, like, I know this dude can switch off real fast because we've been ready to sell at the spot two times now. So this is hot. So this is hot. Let's just do it. And I'm like, that's what I'm telling my wife. I'm like, so, let's get in. Let's get out. No frat. Not, let's just get in and get out fast. So this is where we're at in the story. Mm-hmm. You're ready to go meet him in the place to get the jersey. That's where we're at. Well, with that in mind. Oh, no. You're going to do this to the people on the bonus I, show? I, I know this is going to teach you, okay? Well, we've been going for a half an hour already. Hey, this is the bonus show, man. And, we and, can go all night long uh, if we want to, my friend. Michael Scott reference. Um, let's just hold that. Like I said, you got to that point in the story. Let's uh, give us a second to recoup, to get okay. back to it. Well, this is Adam Beasley at uh, AdamUpAccounting.com. You can chat with him about this decision if you're yeah. happy with it or not. We'll do that. Like I said, we'll give us a chance to cut it up. Get us the going, and we will come right back into it as Mr. D-Roy is on his way to purchase the jersey. I told Adam we can't do commercials there. We can't do you guys dirty like that. This is the bonus show. Well, we had to just catch our breath there. I'm like on the edge of my seat, literally. I know. it's. I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking I believed it. I lived it. Well, bring it back in. Like I says, we're, we're telling the second half of the story. Uh, Derek has right in front of his game-worn NBA Finals jersey 97-98 season with Carl Malone. The mailman. The mailman. The NBA, how many time All-Star, two-time MVP, I believe? Second uh, leading scorer in the All time, history. yeah. I mean, one, one of the greatest to ever play the game, right? Yes. So that's where we're at in the story is Derek is on his way to the uh, undisclosed destination to pick up said jersey. I think I oh. threw out Nike store parking lot. Nike store, you did say that. So, yeah, so there we are. Let's get in the car, let's get there. You know, guy's real hot or cold. He can change his mind. Let's just uh, let's just go grab the, the thing, give the money, and get in the car. That was the other thing. It's like, get in the car after this, and we're just going. Like, we're just, we're not going to have this be, hey, change my mind, hey, come back and meet me. I'll pay you double. If the opportunity really happens, it really hits. And at this point, if it doesn't happen, we're done. Yeah. I'm not going to just keep driving back and forth, you know, going a, an hour each way for, for just talking and, and seeing so, what basketball cards So, and, and you're, you've got a dollar amount in your mind that you want to pay for it. Sure, and, yeah. And you're committed. Like I said, you've obviously built this relationship for over several months. And you get there, and you say, all right, here you go. Yeah, talked with him and said, okay, this is what it is. Okay, so get there in the parking lot. Of course, he's not there because yeah. we know what each other drives. Yeah. We know where we meet. Yeah. And I'm like, I, is he going to show up? I don't, do you text him? Do you not? Do you go in the store and just kind of kill time? Because you're, 
Yeah. You're nervous. This is like, you know, adrenaline going. This is one of those times where you're like, okay, we're going to make a deal. And guy shows up. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I think we actually went into the store and walked around for a little bit because it's just like, you can't just sit there because you're stewing, right? right. And, and getting to it, this is the largest purchase you've made, correct? Uh, at this point, yeah. Yes. Uh, definitely at this point. The largest purchase and... And uh, one of those things that you just never dreamed you might own. Yeah, especially with your background. Especially yeah. with your love of sports and, you know. Carl Malone was my man. That was the other thing growing up. You were either a Stockton or Malone. You loved the team. But yeah. Malone, I was a Malone guy. Yeah. So this was my guy. And this was his jersey. And uh, So you're waiting to find out if this guy's going to actually show up so you can. I think it might have even been a text of, hey, I'm running a little late or something. It was something where it's like, all right, maybe he's getting cold feet. So, so by this time, you'd done your research. Like I said, you had. Had the question in your mind ever happened, like, how did this guy get it? Had you asked him this yet? No, I hadn't asked him this yet. I'd thought about it. Also, like, yeah, I've been online. I'm looking at it. I'm doing, I've seen it a couple times, but I don't really get to see it because he's just kind of like, here, you know, here it is. So. This is a pretty unique, I mean, there aren't many of them out there. Like, it, really, there's three of that year. Three of that year say that there is one per half six, yeah. right? Yeah. Carl's probably got a few of them. For sure. I don't know who else. The Jazz probably have one. You'd assume, right? Yeah. I mean, I did see that there had been one signed and sold on the internet, so I kind of knew what that was going for at that point, but that had been done for a couple of years, too. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, what can happen? So you got to be in, like, the same thing I asked. Like, dude, how'd this guy get this? And then how'd this guy get this? And I'm kind of thinking of that, then as part of that same thing of, like, who cares, right? Yeah, like, yeah. it's... It's is it authentic? It is so then, what it is. so then when he gets there, I'm like, okay. Instead of the the run and grab, I got to make sure this is legit. Again, yeah. I got to look it all over. I want to get out of there, but I want to make sure this is authentic. I've done that same like due diligence. I've been on more websites than I knew existed trying to authenticate it. What do you do? How do you know? Right? Because this is never something I've been into. I have the the white jersey that we talked about the game, so yeah. I look at patches and things and and sizes it's and something to compare it to and. So, guy's like, okay, I'm, I'm in the parking lot. I think he sent a text once he got there. So, okay. we go out there, and you're trying to act cool. You're trying to act collective. Like, okay, you know, no big deal, because you don't want to, to spark that little, yeah, like, anything. Anything can go wrong. Or get him to pay more, you know. Yeah, or like, yeah, if you look too desperate, you know, okay, well, now it costs this or that. Now we've negotiated, so okay. You know, so this price, yeah, this price. Like, let me look it over first, right? So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, man, this is the real deal. Like, oh, yeah, this is the real, you know, like, we're, like, this is, you know, I'm not trying to be, this is too awesome, or, yeah, why are you selling this? I'm like, okay, here's the money, but can, okay, I got to ask you. I got to know, how did you get this? I got to know, like, you had some really cool stuff, and you told me all the backstories on, on your shoes, on your David Benoit signed ball, on your, uh, John Crotty shoes on your, you know, everything had a story, and you want to share your story of everything. So, so I'll be him. I'll be you. Hey, hey, where where do you find this jersey? What's his answer? One one better. I said. He said. I said. Uh, I got. I got to ask you this. And he said, "Okay, I, I got to ask you something." And we already had the exchange. Yeah. I said before. I got to know. Like, how did you get this? And he said, "Do you really want to know?" Of course I really want to know. That's why we're having this podcast. Well, it, it caused me a little pause because he's like, you really want to know? Like, the, do you really want to know? Yes, I really want to know. And that's when I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I do. The people have been waiting two months, and now we are almost 40 minutes into this. The people want to know, how did he get this jersey? Allegedly. This is what he said to me. 
This is the story. All right. He said, okay, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to use names, he said. Uh, and uh, this, is, this is how I understand it came to be. So he tells me that he had a uh, friend who may or may not have been into dealing narcotics without a uh, proper uh, license, we'll say. He wasn't a pharmacist. Well, well, he was a drug dealer. Allegedly, he had a friend that was was dealing drugs. Okay. And there was a player on the team who had a debt. (laughs) Okay. And that player on the team, who he did not tell me, he said... Came to his friend, and the friend needs the money. You need to pay up, or whatever drug dealers do is going to happen. I don't know if that's kidnappings, I don't know if that's leg breakings, or I don't know if that's just going to the media and saying this dude's on on the dope, right? Okay. And so uh, the guy said, well, what if I give you this? And he had... Probably a lot of this jazz stuff that I bought. I'm, I'm assuming. And I'll probably. Like, I'm assuming a lot of that came from this. Maybe some of these backstories. Maybe this guy I'm buying it from was the friend that had the pro. I don't know, or that was the the seller. He told me what he did. I don't know. Okay. And so he said that the uh, the friend wasn't too into sports, but he knew this stuff had value. Okay. So I don't think the guy knew what he was getting, but he knew there was some value there. And he says the guy just gave it to him because he knew he was a big jazz fan. So th- this is where it gets dicey. This, this is, is where it's alleged. This is where you got to. This is the story. Maybe the guy was just knows and, I like a story and giving me a story to tell, or and, it could be hundred percent true. This and, is what I was told. And maybe this is the biggest ripoff ever, and you got a fake jersey. It's possible, but you just looked at it. That's, that's a heck of a hoax to get it to this point. <laughs> the guy went It's a great story to sell to get to this point. I, I, but, so, I mean, I can pay money and have it authenticated. That's with right. So, so he told you, because I know there's more to this story. Well, so he says he says that to me. I'm like, okay. So my first question is, your friend just gave it to you? And he's like, he wasn't into sports. He owed me a little something, whatever. Like, you know, just kind of and I'm like, I don't want to get implicated too deep. Right? Yeah. I don't want to be associated at all, really. I just want the jersey. No, it was authentic. Kind of on the backstory because there's not many of them. Sure. And he said, I'm not going to tell you the guy's name. Because I'm like, who's the player? Like, I'm not going to tell you his name. But he said, I'll give you a clue. He's, uh, he's now into coaching. And he said, that's all I'm telling you. And uh, thanks. It's been good doing business with you over these years or weeks, or whatever, I guess you didn't say years, over these last few weeks, and uh, he got in his car, and I got my car, and we haven't talked since. So, And that is how I uh, came to be a proud owner of a Carmelone 1998 NBA Finals road jersey. So you have this Carmelone jersey, and I'm just going to break this down so we make sure we get this story straight. The guy you bought it from says, connect the dots here, says he has a friend who essentially uh, had some uh, illegal debts owed from a player on the team. That's what he said. And the player on the team essentially, in lieu of money for this man's services or products... He owed him some money. He owed him some money. So because he didn't have any money, he gave him... Memorabilia, which is weird if you think an NBA professional athlete 
didn't have any money. Well, you got to remember this is this is not the the times of these huge ginormous contracts that they have nowadays. Sure. Okay, and if these guys, so he's basically saying, and we're not going to name names. I can name names if I wanted to. Oh, I've got the list right here. Okay. Go Google it. I mean, you can be your own sleuth at home, and you can follow the roster, and you can put the clues together. And, and but these are all allegedly. Alleged. This is what I was told. Alleg- I don't Allegedly, the, the jersey came from somewhere. All I know is I got the jersey, I got from the guy, and this is what the guy told me. And we're pretty sure we know who the player is. It's not too hard if you go by the... I'll tell you this, he's currently coaching, and then you look at the roster and just do some background searches to so, come up with a few suspects. So there's a couple guys on the rosters, and like it says, at this moment in time, I'm just going to read the roster... <laughs> And let me throw this out, too. At that time, there might not have been the money that there was. There was still some good money. But you have, you have to think, what were some of these players making? As he reads down the roster, there's probably somewhere on the Internet that tells you what they made this year. Oh, yeah. If somebody got into some uh, nefarious habits or dealings or trouble, you can kind of put it together to, well, that guy made several million, that guy made several hundred thousand. I don't know. And so we've got some players here on the roster. Um, Adam Beasley, Adam up account. Hey, no, you can uh, chat him up about your conspiracy theory on who owned this jersey and uh, how they got it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. If we'll the be- other thing is, it's a Carmelone jersey, so I don't know if he just swiped it, took it. Carl thought he was helping out a guy, and maybe I don't know. I don't. I want to know that story of how. Whoever it was got it from the mailman. Yeah, there's there's some other backstory. There's more this. stories to this. So if you happen to know any more information, D-Roy Everett at Twitter and uh, Adam Beasley at Adam Up Accounting, let us know if you have any insight into this. So I'm just going to cut the crap, okay? It sounds like this jersey was taken, given from Carl Malone to a player, given to a drug dealer in lieu of that to a debt, and you ended up with it sold on the Internet 20 years later. Here's the thing, though. Did the guy go to Carl Malone and say, hey, I got a drug debt, can I have that? <laughs> Did he go to Carl Malone and say, hey, I got a sick kid in the hospital, I need that? Did he go to Carl Malone at all? Or did he go to the guy that collects the jerseys and say, hey, I need that? Did he just go steal it out of the uh, jersey, like, where they keep them hampered? Who knows? We, we don't know that. That's the thing, and that's the best part of the story. And we're hoping that somebody can help us connect the dots on this story. Also, if you're interested in buying this jersey, <laughs> I sell things on the internet. Or Johnny Lingo's store on the eBay. It's not on the eBay. You're going to have to message me and we'll, we'll negotiate cash money uh, deals. But I also wouldn't mind having Carl give his little uh, signature on that thing. and uh, That would be great. I'd I like mean, to have a conversation about what he might think. I, I, unless I, he's going to beat me up and say, I want my jersey back. I don't know. Well, maybe what we can do is... I'd love to film it. Like it says, Carl, you can have your jersey back, but you have to fight Derek and punch him in the face to get it back. Man, he'd be in that first semi-truck down, and Derek would be hiding. Well, now, maybe he could, like... The other thing is, I've actually sent Carl tweets and said, hey... You sent him tweets about this yeah, jersey? hey, can I get this sign? Hey, next so, time you're in town. Uh, has he ever gotten back to you? No, him? never heard back. Never heard back from you. I think we need to go to K. I think we need to skip Carl and go straight yeah. to K. Yeah, I think so. Mama Malone. Yeah, or, you know, maybe, Idaho. maybe what we do, we reach out to uh, to Gail Mailer. Or anyone, I mean, the jazz organization. If anyone's gone in, I 
I wouldn't mind going talking. Like I said, it's a pretty unique item, and this backstory, we'd like to know how we ended with it. First off... And by uh, we, I mean him. I'm just a part of the... As unique as this is, at 60, uh, at 60, I got more unique Carmelone item. Yeah. You got some, you got some really, like, this is the tip of the iceberg of the 60 reviews story that we have. So, so if you're enjoying this, get your friends, get your family review it, because... The next bonus show at 60, I think it's better than this one. Oh, it's way better. And this one's been pretty good. That one's, this is amazing. Like I said, we appreciate all of you listeners getting us to that 10 review. Like I said, we just got up on the iTunes, the Podbass, the King being the, uh, I don't even can't, Spotify. Stitcher, Spotify, uh, TuneIn. Podbean. YouTube, Podbean. Uh, of course, Apple's the big dog. Are we Google, on, I, we're iTunes, on Google Play. iTunes Radio. We're, uh, yeah, we're, we're all I, over. I don't even know where we're at. We're all over. So that's that's the moral of the story. I guess story. If, you, if you're hearing this, you know where we're at because you're listening to us, right? That's <laughs> true. Like, you've got it. So if you got a phone, you can listen to us. You, you found us. So you have in our presence right now a game-worn NBA Finals jersey that allegedly, well, I mean, it's not allegedly, you bought it from a guy yeah, yeah. who you met in a parking lot. That's where the best things are bought, my friend. At the Nike store. And he says he got it from his friend who got it from an NBA jazz player because that player owed him a debt. Now, technically, he didn't say jazz. I'll say that much. He okay. said an NBA player owed him a debt, but it wasn't the state of Utah, and uh, he wouldn't name the guy's name. So, And we've got that narrowed down mentally. So um, you guys are welcome to tweet at us. You know those, uh, those like, murder, like you say, yeah, shows? murder mysteries? Or uh, catch a uh, murder, catch murder, or the cold podcast that was yeah, popular. Cold. I think this is the uh, who done it. This is a murder mystery of the uh, the Jersey mystery. Let's have some sleuths come out and uh, let's see what you can do. I, I totally agree. Like this, um, this is fun. Like so, this is what our podcast is all about. Fun stuff. And here's the thing: I really hope that you do uh, get this signed and get this authenticated because I, I don't know if you'll sell this item. Let's be honest. I don't know. I, I mean, I'd like to think I would, but this if item, the price is right. You but know where this item really belongs? It belongs out of that safe deposit and framed really nice. It somewhere. does. It. I mean, the Utah Jazz should come at you and get this item. I. You know, I'd love for this to be in the in the arena somewhere, it's, hanging, signed, with, framed nice, with the story kind of back behind it. And I got a few other items you might be interested in. Uh, Miller family. Yeah, if you're, I, don't, if you're, I don't know, you know, if the, I don't know if the Jazz would like to hang it because of the backstory that a player. That's the back. The backstory. I don't. Allegedly, you don't have to say that. You can just say this is allegedly. Allegedly. That's what I was told. But maybe he was just trying to make me have have a good story on the yeah. on the purchase. And, and who knows? Maybe it's a fake. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not. Well, I've done allegedly. I've done research. <laughs> you can. Uh, yeah, I could pay a guy to write me a letter from looking at the same pictures I looked at. But well. That's the story, and, and he's sticking to it. Hey, why don't you just read the name off the rosters like you're going to? Not pausing, not saying, this is just who played on this season that potentially could be the person that sold the jersey to the guy's friend. So again, like I said, we're not quite, we, we kind of know the year, the time period, so I'm well, just going to... Well, see, that's the other thing. It could have been uh, procured, is that the word? Yeah, the year after, or... Or a couple of years after, so we don't quite, even know when it came into... Sure, uh, so. Into paying off debt. The jazz players at that time were uh, 
Remember all these in your heart. Like it says, if they're our ages. Bring on out. How about them, Utah This is a starting lineup. Hey, he was on that team that year. How about we just go with that? Who was on that team that well, year? You can say that. We're kind of in the, uh, the tweener kind of phase because we don't quite know the, the leap over, the come between between the two years, but we'll go with Carl Malone, Jeff Hornacek, John Stockton, Byron the push-off Russell. He did not push off. Shannon Anderson. Jordan pushed off on him. Howard Isley. Chris Morris. Antoine Carr. Adam Keefe. Greg Ostertag. Greg Foster. And Jacques Vaughn. So of those, you can uh, do your own research on who may or may not have got into coaching later in their career. And then uh, you can look at salaries and you can determine who might be our mystery player. And that's kind of, uh, like I said, where we're at on that. Here's what I do. If you got a guess, tweet them over at me. I want to know who you think this person was. Who done it? I, I don't know. Who There's not going to be me saying, it? yep, you got it, because I don't know. We, we don't know. Legit, legit. But I want to know who you think did it. Well, let us know. Like I said, this is going to be our special bonus episode. We appreciate you getting us to this point. We have fun. I said... Hey, we've we've talked about this story. Now our friends can listen to it. If uh, if you happen to be, be this your, your first episode listening to us, most of our shows aren't like this, but this was a fun one. This again talks about that special um, super item that Derek found, and there's lots of super items that you can find. And again, once you get to this kind of this kind of stuff, you gotta think security. Yes, you gotta think. Uh, you know, storage, um, and, and, offsite. And, and the same thing, like, it's, it's worth your time and money to authenticate it, to get it really nicely framed, you know, to get the backstory. Then it just increases the value for you what you can sell it. Riders on your home insurance. And, and all of those things, guess what they are? They are tax deductible. Boom, you knew where I was going. You, with you that. might think that you want some of this stuff, but then once you get there and think, uh oh. This yeah. might be more valuable than I thought I, yeah. that it was. Some guy's going to give you some ridiculous amount of money that you paid not quite that much for. And if uh, you want to buy it again, Derek Everett or D Roy Everett at the Twitter machine, or uh, reach out to Adam. You won't get a hold of me. Well, hit us up there. So uh, I, uh, I think I would for the right offer, but it's got to be the right offer. You know, I I appreciate you sharing it with us, and you know what? I'm even more excited. For Can I tell it? you, so I'm, I'm going to give you a little peek in the Jerry Sloan story. <sighs> just just give me just. You can't tease me like so that. So I got, I got, I'll just say an item, and it's on the electronic bay. And so a person's been buying a lot of stuff from me, a lot of uh, merchandise of okay. the sports memorabilia, and asked me about this item. I'm not going to say what it is because it's part of that episode. And they said, how much would this actually be? And I said, well, this is an item that, as far as I know, there's only one basically in existence that I have that I've ever seen. And uh, they're like, well, you know, what would it be? And I said, well, we're talking, if you're serious, we're talking thousands, not hundreds. I haven't heard back from him. <laughs> do I know about that item? I, I don't know if you do or not. And uh, Yes, the 16, you will. Let's just say Derek, little tease on that. He's, uh, he's come across a um, lot of items from Jerry Sloan. Can I say that? Mm, fair. And uh, sometimes when you buy in bulk... It pays off. Sometimes it's a headache. <laughs> and sometimes it's a grab bag. Ooh, a mystery bag. Maybe I'll make a mystery bag and I'll start selling stuff. I've got some of that stuff downstairs. I mean, you probably won't get a Carl Malone jersey, but it's possible. <laughs> hey, now, it, well, you didn't say game finals jersey. You could throw in that other one, the Gumstain jersey. 
Uh, that's game used. I can throw in the one that uh, it was bought at ZCMI. <laughs> well, you know, there's uh, there's two things that are certain here in the world. Oh, especially when it comes to e-commerce, and that would be... Uh, uh, sports memorabilia? Ooh, and taxes. Yeah! Carl, you said after the first two losses that that was the low point of your professional career. Has this taken it down another rung? Well, it has. Uh, you know, the guys played hard. You know, we did a lot of good things out there or whatever, but you got to give them credit. You know, you uh, come in, you play hard. You know, I never got in the rhythm at the free throw line and stuff like that. You always look back on it now. And obviously, that was big, but uh, the guys came and played hard, and we've had a great year. Don't take anything from those guys. They played hard. They did what they needed to do down the stretch, and we had opportunity. We just didn't do it. I think we both agree that you did not play to your MVP standards or your usual standards. Do you feel you let yourself down or the team or the city? No. no I, don't, I don't feel at all. I've had a hell of a year. And I'm not going to let anybody second guess that because when you start doing that, you might as well quit. And I'm not a quitter. I don't feel that. You know, I felt I came out and I played hard. I didn't have the kind of series I would like to, and everybody will say whatever they want to say, but not at all. You know, I came out and I tried to play hard every night, and sometimes the shots might not be there at a free throw, but the effort was there every night. So, no, I don't feel like I let anybody down. If they do, the hell with them. Larry Bird said to me before coming into this series that there was a huge pressure difference between the Western Conference Finals and the Finals. Did you feel that? Nope. Oh, I didn't. I felt that you know, we didn't do some things. And like I said, obviously I didn't play up to the way I wanted to play. The hell with what you guys wanted me to play like. I didn't play like I wanted to play. And uh, I didn't feel any different pressures at all. I just never got into the rhythm that I wanted to get in. And if I was letting anybody, else, anybody down, I don't feel like that. I just felt like I didn't have the kind of series I wanted. Thank you, Carl. Back to the floor now. All right, Peter Vesey in a conversation with Carl Malone, our NBA. Oh, my. 